This is a bonus episode of Garden Variety from IPR News. I'm Charity Nebbe. Back in September, we held a field day at the ISU Horticulture Research Station north of Ames. Hundreds of IPR members attended. And now we're going to listen back to my conversation with some of the many members of the Hort Gang that were there that day. Horticulture Day has been around a very long time. We'll get into the history here in a moment. It's 37 years old, and it's part of Talk of Iowa, but it's far older than Talk of Iowa is, actually. Um, And, of course, you know, the magic of Horticulture Day has been apparent, I think, since the early days. But I feel like Hort Day's really had a moment in the last three years, And I think a lot of that is not just because with the pandemic, people started spending more time outside and and found that they had more of an interest in gardening and, and had more questions for our experts. But I also feel like in many ways, this program is about much more than gardening. And it is an oasis. It's a retreat. It's like spending time in a beautiful backyard with friends. And it feels good. It's the highlight of my week. And I think during a time when a lot of us needed things that felt good, <laughs> a lot more people turned to Hort Day. So it's, it's really fun to be here with you today. And I want to introduce my guests here. This is Jeff Isles. He is professor and chair of the horticulture department at Iowa State University. Next to him, Cindy Haynes, also a professor of horticulture at Iowa State. Aaron Style, Iowa State University Extension horticulture specialist. And you hear him almost every week on Horticulture Day. He does a lot of the behind-the-scenes work. And then down at the end is Donald Lewis, professor emeritus of entomology at Iowa State University. And I mentioned that Horticulture Day is 37 years old The only reason we know that is because Donald Lewis writes things down. (laughs) Because in radio, you know, a lot of ideas get bounced around and you try a lot of things. You have no idea that you're starting something that's going to last 37 years. So you don't say, oh, this is the founding day of (laughs) of Horticulture Day. Um, And I, I think that the show originally grew out of two things. One is WOI Radio which is now part of IPR, had a mission very similar to Extension, which was to make the knowledge and the resources at Iowa State University available to the people of the state of Iowa. So it's a natural that we would call the horticulture department and ask them to share their knowledge. But also in radio, you do a lot of things to fill time. And people have a lot of questions about gardening. So I think that was also part of the original impetus is like, well, I think we could fill a lot of time with folks (laughs) from the horticulture department. But Donald, you were one of the very first guests on Hort Day. What was it like in the beginning? Oh, it was crude. Um, (laughs) And I think Don Forsling may have been the host at about that time. And so, you know, you sat across from this curmudgeon waiting for the questions to come out of the ether at you, but, you know, I hate to be the one to claim that I know when it started. You're all we've got, Donald. Uh, that, well, I am the oldest here, so uh, <laughs> that does fit. But back in the day, records were kept on a carbon-based analog material called paper. <laughs> and written in pencil 37 years ago in the calendars that I have just kept because well, that's what dad did. You kept everything you ever wrote down. Is this notation, WOI radio, 10 o'clock Friday, 
and that's it. You know, and, and I kept going back further and further looking for other notations just that cryptic and never found one except for the one from for 37 years ago. So as Dad frequently said after many of our neighbors died, there's no one around who can doubt your answer. <laughs> no one is alive who can contradict you. So I'll take the credit. It was 37 years ago. And it's still going strong and probably stronger than it did then. The, um, <laughs> there were a lot of things that were different about Horticulture Day in the early days. As I mentioned, it predated Talk of Iowa. And there was actually a period of time when there was a Horticulture Day, but there was no one to host it. And one of the things that is so maddening about the two brilliant men that you've already heard from is that they are experts in their fields but they're also really good at radio. So they, they have PhDs and all this expertise that I don't have, but it's very clear that they could do my job any day. So, and they did. <laughs> but that's, that's the thing. So there was no host, but they kept Horticulture Day on the air. And Donald and Jeff were the people. I, I spoke to Richard Geron. He was here earlier and he's left. And, and he was organizing who would be the guests on the show. And he said, oh, I always made sure that either Donald or Jeff was going to be there because they loved pushing the buttons. <laughs> I mean, Donald, you got to play... Radio host. Well, yes, the the buttons were flashing in front of us, and you randomly pick one and say, "Who's there?" Um, <laughs> and I've learned since that you just say, "And what's your question?" <laughs> but you know that was being the host meant you also had to watch the clock, and there was a time where you were expected to read the weather. Um, <laughs> we did not have to give the farm report, so that was uh, a good news, but. We had to keep it running and take people's questions and work the weather into it and promo the next programs and so forth like that. Uh, it was a great experience. I loved it all. Did you, Jeff? It was great. It was great. You were, I was your wingman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't see the, the horticulture specialists, the horticulture experts who are on the show or the entomology experts who are on the show, but they are always working without a net. They don't have an iPad or a computer in front of them. They're not looking things up and fact-checking. So when you listen for an hour and this huge variety of questions comes at them, they are just taking them as they come. And Aaron, I mean, you, you were on Hort Day for a while with Richard Geron, and now you are our new Richard Geron in many, many ways. But when you had to step away from the safety net of having Richard there, how did that feel? You know, it's interesting because uh, a lot of folks have this question because you don't know what's coming on the other side of the phone call. And surprisingly, a lot of the questions are very similar. Like, uh, we get some questions all the time. We were talking about this with Richard earlier today. You know, lots of questions about how to control Creeping Charlie. Um, he knew that very well. Um, and, Probably still dreams that answer. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and we do get a lot of questions about certain topics, you know, uh, tomato diseases and what's wrong with my tree, which are some... Some of those are not easy to answer, especially on the radio. But a lot of the questions, if you just, um, if you have a good understanding of kind of how plants work and how plants grow here in Iowa, uh, you can get to an answer 
And sometimes you have to memorize a few things, you know, like triclopyr controls Creeping Charlie. Right, uh, right. That kind of thing, if you wanted to use a herbicide. Uh, but there's, there's, there's themes in a lot of the stuff that we talk about, and I think regular listeners probably hear some of those themes come out. Um, and so you kind of lean on that and then backfill with some of the information um, that you remember because you've answered this question maybe once or twice before. Right. Are you ever surprised by the end of the hour at how many questions you've answered, though? Yes. Yeah. I mean, the average show, we answer between 15 and 18 questions in less than 40 minutes, um, which seems... And sometimes I feel like we go on and on and on when we answer a question and we still get that many questions answered. It's really surprising sometimes. Do any of you have a, a particular question story that you like to share. I can think of a very funny one that you got once, Donald, about cicadas, but you probably have a few. (laughs) Although my short-term memory isn't what it used to be, (laughs) and um, many of them are just kind of buried in the past. as uh, They weren't, but what what, uh, Charity was referring to was... um, not a cicada, it was a katydid. Oh, a katydid. See, my short-term memory is not so great either. And I can't remember the whole setup, but essentially the woman wanted to know how to preserve katydids because it made her husband amorous. (laughs) (laughs) She even went as far as to confide in us that he would would make the sound of a katydid. We, I couldn't see Donald's face, but I can imagine what it looked like, and I'm sure Richard was bright red. Uh, it's not what you expect. You know, we are the horticulture show. We're not the sex education show. Um, but, you know, insects have lots of great purposes, but I think that purpose is unique to that one individual. Cindy, do you feel like you get... A, a sense through the questions that people ask for different trends and even a shift in values uh, among this community. Yeah, I think that is something that we see over time that, you know, it was very, our gardening habits are changing. Um, what we're gardening with or for is changing as well. I mean, when I first came in, uh, to answer questions, there were very few houseplant questions. So, and now there's quite a bit. There's quite a few. So, um, so there's there are some trends that we can kind of get from the radio, which is really helpful because Aaron and I also manage this web page, this Horton homepage, Horton Homepest web page, where we try and keep kind of keep keep up with some of those trends. It's a it's a nice way to kind of have some insight into gardening around the state yeah, well, and sometimes and outside of the state because people will call from Minnesota or Missouri. It's true. Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. Well, and, and the biggest trend that I've noticed, uh, and Aaron, you might have thoughts on this, is the questions that we're getting about lawns. We're getting a lot fewer questions about ground ivy and a lot more questions about diversification. Yes. No, absolutely. That has been a, a big topic that has come up. And with that um, is just chemical use in general. Um, and so uh, kind of talking to that, the, the hard part about answering those questions isn't um, giving non-chemical based answers. It's the fact that most non-chemical based answers are a lot of work. Um, and so it's hard to say, um, oh, I have, 
I, ha- I want to have a pollinator lawn, but I have all of these thistle in my lawn. How do I get rid of the thistle? And there's not a herbicide that can kill thistle and not clover and dandelion and all these other things too. So then your option is, well, you can hand dig it um, uh, or you can just put up with it, right? And sometimes the hardest part about answering questions on this show is the answer I have to give is not the one they want to hear. Um, and so... Uh, that has been a big that has been a big shift and 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 a, and a nice one to see in many ways because it's nice to see that folks are thinking about new ways of doing things or different ways of doing things. Of course, we still have lots of folks who uh, take very good care of their lawns and try to have these wonderful car- green carpets, and they're no uh, more right or wrong than the folks who want pollinator lawns. They just have a different goal in mind. Um, and so figuring out what that, what that, per, what kind of person, what kind of lawn person we have on the other side of the phone is sometimes maybe the hardest part about answering the question. Garden Variety is a production of IPR News and Iowa State University Extension. It's produced by me, Aaron Style, Caitlin Troutman, Phineas Pope, and the Iowa Public Radio Talk Show team. For more garden goodness, please subscribe to our Garden Variety newsletter. Just go to iowapublicradio.org slash garden. I'm Charity Nebbe. See you next time. Music